Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Infinite Canvas podcast. Last week we had our very first versus fight with uh, Momentum and uh, Lucian. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to be coming up with two different characters entirely. We'll be talking a little bit more about who they are when the episode starts. And we'll see how this battle goes out. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Infinite Canvas uh, Podcast. I'm John Venegas. And I'm David Foz. And um, so it's really great to have a new year. Uh, this is actually our second episode of the new year. Our first one was the uh, Momentum versus um, uh, Lucian one. Uh, by the yes. way, I don't know if you know this, but Lucian is not a girl's name. It's a dude's name. Uh, yes, that is true. But can it be a both? Can it be a male and a female name? A uh, female version of uh, of Lucian would be Lucille or Lucy, like Lucille Ball. Um, yeah. Man, I am so sorry. I, that was just bothering me. I probably should have told you that in private and not here. <laughs> we were literally just talking on the phone like a minute ago. I probably should have told no. you that. <laughs> well, no, because, again, I was basing this character off of... Uh, like she was supposed to be in the same world with uh uh Torch and they, yeah. they, those character and I didn't want to have another character named Lucy cuz I already have Queen Lucy in that one so right. I went with uh so I went with Lucian cuz I thought that can be like a you know unisex name I thought mm-hmm. it could be one but I mean technically <laughs> maybe she maybe she's not a female or a male maybe she's nothing I don't know Way to no, put uh, me on blast. Okay, you you get a turn. I'm going to be quiet for a second. <laughs> Tell me something. Um, I have nothing because I I respect every choice you've made, John. <laughs> well, uh, if I uh, <laughs> if I if I uh, come up with something in this episode, just call me out on it. Um, okay. So last week we were talking about um, uh, superheroes. We made two superhero characters and we made them fight. Uh, to the death? That wasn't really a rule we had. It just happened. Uh, no, yeah, I never figured it was going to be to the death, since, again, they were supposed to be heroes. But it's, it just led down that way. So, I mean, that's what we got. To be frank, Superman would have handled that way differently. He would have, <laughs> like, figured out a way to, like knock her out without snapping her neck um true how superman killed zod not like how momentum killed lucian uh, <laughs> unless you guys didn't listen to last week's episode now. well okay so you oh, might know the dude, ending now spoilers <laughs> that, you forgot to say spoilers because if you did not listen to the last episode and listen to this episode i'm kind of confused why you decided to skip an episode but i guess i mean i don't know i, I mean i've done that before um, I think I told you about that one time I read, a uh, read the, la- the final book of the fall of Cthulhu and I was super confused uh, until I got to the very ending and I noticed that the book said book four uh, and I was just like, there are three other books that I forgot to read. <laughs> but see, that sounds more accidental. It's just like, not doing it on purpose. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so this is not exactly like in commemoration or like uh, or anything uh, or writing the tale off of Star Wars, but I kind of wanted to do like a space episode, and so uh, mm-hmm. I'm super hoping that David remembered that and got that memo. Uh, so we came up with space theme characters this time. Well, I mean, uh, it's okay. It is a like, space the- theme, <laughs> but it can survive in space. That's cool too. I mean, mine mine's kind of weird, anyways. Um, okay, so we'll figure out where, where everything takes place after we talk about our characters, just a little bit. Uh, so I guess I'm gonna be going first this time. Yes, sir. Alright. <clears throat> Are you familiar with the concept of a Dyson Sphere? Dyson Sphere. Um, I, I know of it in vacuum form. The vacuum? <laughs> Dyson Sphere? Um, right Does it have anything to do with that? Nothing to do with vacuums. Okay, then the answer will be <laughs> no. So it's like a uh, big. It's a big like a. Uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. It's like a big sphere. It is a sphere. Um, it's it's a big structure in space that they don't exist in real life, or at least we don't know. Um, there there are big structures that are uh, man made, and they cover a star. They're essentially made in a way that. They utilize ninety nine point nine 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 percent of all of the energy and light that comes from a star. Oh, okay, okay, yes, yes, yeah. I, there's a comic series that no, there's a, uh, I think it's an adventure book where Iron Man builds one to protect a certain superhero. But yes, right. I yes, that sounds familiar to me. Uh, to put it up one step further, uh, there's a concept known as the Matroshka Bring. Uh, named after the little Russian dolls, the ones that like the little Russian dolls that go inside the little Russian doll that goes inside the little doll and another one. Uh, yes. A Matroshka brain is essentially a Dyson sphere that is also a supercomputer. And okay. in this character's universe, and it doesn't have to be like, um, it doesn't have to like exactly be like the one from your characters. In this character's world, it's not the solar system, but it is a, a solar system. It's not our solar, solar system. It's a different one uh, in which okay. it's been covered in a Matroshka brain. And it is what allows a certain species of creatures known as scions to um, basically matrix inside of the uh, universe. So they kind of cipher off of the Matroshka brain and it kind of gives them their power. Now, in order to, as a failsafe, so that there's no, like, super-powered uh, terrorists or anything, or, like, uh, reality-altering, like, uh, big uh, monsters or anything inside. Um, they have two mm-hmm. fail-safes. They have one is uh, three scions have to operate together. Um, or it doesn't have to be three. Just can be any number of uh, scions have to uh, operate together. They don't have their reality-altering powers Unless they, uh, there's uh, a few of them together. It's just so that they don't go haywire. Um, if they are acting together and they, their actions are considered uh, evil or uh, rebellious by the Scions, their powers can also be shut off. So if, let's say, you got a few of them and they're evil, uh, well, then, you know, the government kind of figures it out and it's like, well, you just lost all of your privileges. Um, there's that. Uh, not all the creatures that live inside are reality benders, just this specific class of uh, creatures. Um, there's also one other one in which there are uh, these keys 
the kind of power of the machine, um, mm-hmm. they don't have to be touching the brain at all times. They just have to be within the confines of the brain. So as long as they're inside somewhere in the solar system, the brain functions and allows scions to get their power. Now, uh, for the character that I came up with, she has one of the keys. Uh, her name is Zenith, and Zenith has uh, one of these keys. Um, the keys themselves don't provide any special power to the person who wields it. And Zenith isn't a scion, so she doesn't have uh, these reality-bending uh, abilities. It, rather, she is a metahuman, kind of like a mutant, from her home planet, uh, Grace. Uh, Grace is similar to Earth, except it looks like it's been jump-started a little bit in the future. And um, on the planet Grace, there was a uh, person who... Uh, I haven't named this person. I, you know, Honestly, this person's not that important. Um, to, to Zenith's story, she's pretty... Like, I guess she's important, but she doesn't do anything. Um, mm-hmm. So there's this character who uh, ended up getting her hands on the uh, on this key. I gotta name this damn thing. I didn't really think this through. I wanted to call it something cool, but I couldn't think of anything cool. So uh, mm-hmm. I might come up with it at the end of the day. Uh, but, um, Don't worry, my character doesn't have that good of a name either. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a name really quick. Just give me a second. I should have came up with this already. Off. Uh, it sounds like I'm making this stuff up off the top of my head, but <laughs> I'm just like the thing, this thing, this thing. I'm like usually I'm really good with names. Um, I originally called it the Staff of Protection because I wanted it to be a staff. I guess mm-hmm. I'll just keep it a staff. Uh, if that's also a name somewhere else, I'm changing that. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to downsize it because I didn't want this character to, car- uh, to carry a staff. But um, so this uh, this one person ends up getting it, and she's entrusted with it, and uh, she decides that she doesn't want it anymore. But she doesn't want to like get rid of it exactly. Because mm-hmm. she needs to know where it is. So she entrusts it to Zenith, who is a friend of hers, who travels a lot. And she's like, well, I mean, if it's traveling around a lot, chances are it might get found. But also chances are it can get away pretty easily. Because I trust Zenith. She's she's good uh, She's good at flying. Um, and she's also good with uh, keeping things secrets. Now, um, mm-hmm. Zenith herself... Uh, has, uh, from the random power wiki, I remember that, has three powers. Uh, I got rid of one of them because it didn't make any sense for this, so I just got rid of it, and I didn't re-roll. Um, so, uh, if anyone wants to know what power I got rid of, it's plant breath. Uh, so... <laughs> plant breath? Plant breath. It's like... Okay. Like poison ivy, I guess. Um... Okay. I didn't read too much into it, it sounded stupid. Uh... Surprisingly enough, I kept one of the powers that does sound kind of stupid, and it's Rainbow Flight. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I liked that, it. Did you get that one first, before the plant breath? Yes. Oh, okay. That was like, I would have stuck with the plant breath. But, okay. Uh, so, I liked the idea of like, having the character fly, because like, uh, it's just... It feels a lot more, uh, it sounds a lot more uh, easier to, like, maneuver around and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So the way the character flies is they uh, can actually surf on photons that they can generate. So it's like uh, like Lady Rainicorn from Adventure Time. You know, the, <laughs> how she can, like, fly on light, essentially. Literally yeah. literally the same power. Uh, 
And then the other power was called Manifested Attacks. Now, this is cool, because it's like, uh... Okay. So, just imagine, you've played, you've played Super Smash Bros. before, right? Yes. You know that thing that Captain Falcon does when he, like, just, like, uh, fuels up under fire, and then he punches really fast? Falcon punch! Yeah. And it, like, makes a giant falcon? Mm-hmm. That's a Manifested Attack. She can generate shapes and things... From like, um, from her, uh, you know, when she, whenever she punches or kicks and stuff. So I thought it'd be kind of cool if they're, it, they're, they're basically light constructs, just so that they can kind of like go off of the, um, the first power. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a Green Lantern thing, but she can't use the manifested attacks like to do things. She j- she can just use them to like punch and stuff. And so then, uh. So uh, that that's basically how that works. It's just she can like throw her punches and kicks literally. So she can long range punch people. Um, okay. Think of like an think of like arms like like that. Like the okay. Nintendo video game where you like long distance boxing. Uh, that in uh, Rainbow Flight. If Plant Breath ever has to, sounds like I can use that as an advantage against you, I'm not going to do it just because I got rid of that power. I don't like it at all. <laughs> And uh, one really quick thing before I pass it on to you, because uh, I'm making this really quick, by the way. The key doesn't do anything. It's just like a, it's just like a reason for people to find and kill her. No, other than that like, sucks. yeah, it's like it's super important uh, to not get it in the wrong hands because if they, if at least one of these keys gets thrown out of the solar system, it will like destabilize like the uh, the the top dogs, the guys who are in charge. They will have zero power. Basically, all the space cops will have no power. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, uh, Zenith, uh, her personality, she's kind of roguish. So she's, uh, uh, I guess you could say sly and stuff. Uh, she is really showy, though, because her power is kind of required to be kind of flashy. So <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, kind of rough and, t- uh, rough and tumbles only kind of when necessary. So she only, is, she, only okay. is, she only attacks when provoked. She's not stupid, so she's not going to pick a fight with somebody. Okay. Uh, her personality will it's... probably develop a little bit as we roleplay. So I'm not Again. I'm not 100% sure how that's going to be. Uh, I'll pass it on to you. Last question. Yes. Last question. Yes. Um, is her... Okay. Is her power somewhat uh, kind of light-based? Since she's able to throw these projectile punches and, like, fly... Using light, so or light energy. So I would say how I would interpret this. It's like, um, uh, I would say that she's light sensitive. She, uh, she can like move around on photons. She can also generate photons. So she can, uh, kind of. It kind of looks like, uh, I would say it would kind of look like, like, uh, like the Power Rangers when they fly, or like a Powerpuff Girl. It's like. You know, it just, like, light kind of, like, generates oh, behind them. Okay. So, you, you get it. You get the idea. And then the light constructs, mm-hmm. it's just, like, a, an explosion that only generates light. And it, like, moves forward. Okay. I was just, when you were describing her, it kind of made me think of Dazzle. Yeah, there you go. The think of that, too. I think Dazzle was actually on, <laughs> uh, was uh, an example of, like, what it might... Can Dazzle fly? I don't, I don't think she can fly. <laughs> but she generates light and stuff like that. So, that's why... I thought, like, oh, hey, look, kind of, kind of makes me think of Dazzle, but with <laughs> flying. I don't think she can fly. I could be wrong. Right. Um, I don't know if this could be considered a type of, uh, just mutation or magic, because when I 
uh, Zenith is an old character I made, so when I originally came up with her, she could she was just magical, but I kind of like the idea mm-hmm. of making her more of a metahuman. Magic does exist in their world, in their this little universe, so you know it could be that it could be metahuman. But I also kind of like the whole vagueness of like not knowing exactly because like it's sci-fi. It's like it's far enough in the future where like people accept that you know magic is real <laughs> at this point, and they're like it's just you know it's just another way of understanding the universe. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pass it on to you now. Okay. So, my character. I went actually... I, I want to say I went pretty sci-fi with this, which is a new kind of territory for me. I, I kind of stood away from the uh, from the fantasy. So, I hope this sounds good. So, I really didn't create a world like you did. I just created a backstory for the character I created. Mm-hmm. And his name, I called him Jet Blaze. What's his um, name? Jet Blaze. Jet Blaze. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll go over the quick powers I got from uh, from the Power Wiki thing. Um, one of the the first power I got was Wheel Retraction, which basically gives him the power to generate wheels out of his body, or uh, I think out of thin air as well. But the example they had on there was someone generating wheels out of their body. So that's what I took it as. Uh, second thing I got was Mastered Combat, as in having the mastery of any form of combat. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to stick with the wheel kind of a thing. So I did make a little change from that, and I hope that's okay. That's okay. And I went with Vehicle Combat. Ve- vehicular Combat. So he's really good with, you know, combat vehicles. And the third one I got, I also made a change to it because it kind of seemed a bit overpowered, but I found a lesser version of it. Well, the power was cloning, so he can infinitely clone himself, Mm -hmm. which that kind of seems overpowered. So right under there, there was a... I don't know if you ever watched Bleach, Mm -hmm. the anime. There's things called Mob Souls. Which is, it was not cloning, but it's a type of cloning. And that was one of the little power things they had in the bottom as a kind of form of it. Is it like a shadow clone? So I, t- well, no, they have like little balls of candy that have a soul in there. You can make as many oh. as you want. And you can just put that candy into anything and it gives life to that. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking it, about. It gives that a spirit. Yeah. So I kind of, ge- I, I, I took that because that seems like a little bit. That that seems a lot less overpowered than just being able to clone himself out of nothing. Quick question. So, and, yes. Can he control vehicles? Or is it just his, like, or or does he just... When you say vehicular combat, do you mean it's like, like, yes. he is a vehicle? Or is it like he knows how to, like, kick a ball into, like, a into like a, a soccer goal with a car? Like, that's how maneuverable <laughs> he is. Uh, I... Uh, well, spoilers, John. <laughs> I need to get into his backstory. Uh, you're jumping way ahead of here. Okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, Jet Blaze in this world of his, he was known, and you can probably say it's still known as one of the best racers in the world. Professional car racers. He was. He won every competition he's ever raced, and he started at a very young age. Like, age requirement you need to be to be a car racer. That's the age he started on, because I don't pay attention to those car racing uh, sports thing. 
But however young you have to be to be part of it, that's when he joined. He he made a lot of accomplishment as a professional car racer. Uh, he was the youngest to win the big uh, tournament that they've held. He was also you know, the first person to win it so many times in a row. I don't know if there's actually a streak for that. I should probably have looked that up, but I digress from that. But yeah, he's known as one of the best racers in the entire world. The thing is, is that throughout his career, he kind of got bored of it. And towards the end of his uh, racing career, he actually uh, threw his last races. Uh, the first race he threw, he was taking the lead. He was winning the race. And before he gets to the finish line, he just stops in the middle of the road and just drives off. Everyone's confused. It's like, wait, he was literally right there at the finish line. Like, what the hell just happened? Kind of a thing. And um, they never hear from him again. Like, no one knows where the dude is, uh, where he went. And so they finally get in contact with him. And uh, everyone's asking, you know, what happened? You know, why'd you, why you throw the match? You know, what's going on? He's not really answering any questions, anything like that. And then two years later, uh, one of the big car promotion asks him to come back. And um, he decides to uh, go back. Uh, kind of forcefully, because they kept bugging him to come back to the race. Do one more race. Do a retirement race. Kind of a thing. And so he kind of felt that he was being forced to go back. So he decides to go back. And, um, but he doesn't do it out of the fun he had of being a racer. He knew that people were just wanting to use him to get the money. Because there's this dude that has never raced in two years, was known as one of the best racers. He knew that was going to bring money to the event. So he kind of wanted to get back at the people. So. The second race he loses is his comeback race, where he does the whole uh, promotion thing of he's coming back, he's coming back. And at the start of the race, he jumps into his car, uh, all the cars get ready, green light starts, everyone ra- everyone passes the finish line. He waits till the last car passes the finish line, and then he slowly drives past the finish line, or the start line, I mean. And then he gets out of his car and walks away. It just leaves a car there. So he technically started the race, never finished it. And that leaves everyone like, okay, this dude is not worth it anymore. He's become a pain in the ass. And pretty much the reason he does this is because he's bored of it. He's won every race, and he's just tired of it. He wants more excitement. So after leaving the professional racing gigs, he goes to street racing. Because that's not legal. There's more fun in there. It's more dangerous for mm-hmm. him. So that's what he decides to do. He starts street racing. And he has the same achievements there. He's win- He wins every race he's been in. The first race he took part in, he wins that one. And But it leads down to the same road. He starts getting bored of it. It's not, it's, not more, it's not fun anymore. There's no danger to it anymore. And so he throws his last race the same way he did his first race. Uh, the first race he lost in the professional his professional career and so he throws that street race and uh he he leaves for a while and so one day while he's joined his penthouse suite he gets a knock on the door and they're repo men 
they're here to confiscate all his stuff because he can't he can't pay for it anymore. And so he's panicking. He's like, "Damn it, I'm losing everything." No, you know what? Give me give me a couple of days. I can get this payment. And it goes like, "Now you're about a month late. You know, we're taking everything." And then right before all the repo men, you know, gather everything and walk out the door, he hears another knock on the door. And this time is a gentleman in a nice suit, a really nice suit, and he has two briefcases with him. And uh, he goes up to, like, the head repo guy and whispers something to his ear, hands him a letter. The repo man reads the letter, and then he tells all his crewmen, hey, all of this is taken care of, let's go. So, supposedly, you can infer that this dude paid for all his stuff. So he, he's going to be able to keep everything. And so, uh, Jet is like, you know, who are you? Why, why did you do this? Kind of thing. He's like, you want something from me, don't you? Like, why else would you help me out in this, uh, time? And so, the butler dude, or not the butler, but the suit dude, tells him, all I know, all, all I want from you is a favor. Or technically, I don't want the favor. The, my boss, all he asks for is for a favor. And so he hands him the one of the briefcases. And when he opens it up, there's a DVD player with a CD, a DVD CD. And he pops that into the uh, uh, DVD player. And it's a video of the boss, dude. He's in shadow. No one knows anything about him. And all he tells, uh, all he tells him is that he knows who Jet is. He lists down all his career accomplishments and everything, both in the professional world and in his street racing. Uh, world, and he starts listing everything. He goes like, and what they all had in common is that the very end, he got bored of what he was doing. And the mystery man tells him that he has something for him, something that's not going to be boring for him, something that can bring some excitement into his life. And all he's asked for is to join him in a race, and that's it. And he can keep the money that he has offered him. And that's when the other dude, the suited dude, hands him the other suitcase that has a lot of money in there. Uh, he accepts. He goes like, okay, just one race. I, I'll do this. I need the money. I'll help you in this one race. When he gets to the place where the race is taking place, uh, he finds out that this is not any kind of normal race. It's like if this is like the underground of underground racing. Like this is the most illegalist form of any kind of sport no, you can do. this is pod racing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and so the dude, uh, the dude, the mystery man, he's not there. It's during, this is all through a video thing. He explains to him what these races are. He goes, this racing competition doesn't really have a name. We don't give it a name. So, because it makes it hard for people to find it. If it doesn't have a name, no one can find it, kind of a thing. Some people like to call it the blood race. Some people like to call it death race. But doesn't have a name. And he, you can pretty much infer this is a race where people can die. And um, and so he's kind of like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. It's like, find somebody else. Get your normal car racer, dude. And he goes like, but we had a little ex- accident with my last racer. So I had to find a new replacement. You've already accepted the job. You have to go do it. And so he agrees to it, or forcefully agrees to it, and takes 
place, uh, he goes ahead and, d- and do- does this first race. Uh, he loses the race. He does not die. You know, thank God. He does not die. Uh, but he takes place in this race. And pretty much in this race, you have cars that are modified to uh, pretty much have anything on them. You can have cannons, you can have machine guns, flamethrowers, uh, you know, the car, Any you can do anything you want, but it has to be done by the car. So you can't ha- carry a handgun or grenades and throw them out your window. That's the only thing that's not allowed in this car racing. Anything you do has to be done by the car. So again, you can put anything you want on there, rocket launchers, uh, grenade launchers on the car, and it's all legal. Shell so, launchers. That. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's what he does, and so he loses his first race, but he at least he survives it, and he's terrified. He's like, I am not taking part of this kind of thing again. And he goes, that's the mystery man goes. That's okay. All I want is just one race, and that's it. But I'm pretty sure you'll be back. And you know, a couple of weeks later. He kind of has a, that feeling that he wants to go back. Like, yeah, he was scared, but there's a little bit of adrenaline to that, too. So he decides to go back. And so he does. And from that, beyond that, he also starts winning mostly every race he, he's been a part of. But this time he's not getting bored of it. Because there's still always excitement. Because he's barely winning every race. So there's still a lot of excitement to there. Uh, one day... The mystery, mystery man comes up to him again in video form and tells him that there's a new kind of vehicle he wants to test out. And, um, and, he, t- and he tells him that's pretty common. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of companies that like to test out their weapons or test out you know, certain p- engines or stuff like that. And to, you know, they want to see how deadly it is or how useful it is. They use our races to... Uh, be the test dummies kind of thing. So, and I have a company that decided to test out a new engine and, and they want to, they wanted us or wanted me to get my driver to test it out. So that's going to be the car you're driving. You're driving a new car, has a special kind of engine on there. The car has been a highly modified tech wise. So it's like almost like a smart car, super smart car. And he's going to test that out. And the dude's like, okay. I'm down. I, I like new toys. I'll try it. And so he gets in the car and this race starts. He's um in this race, he's kind of uh behind when he and so and normally he he does have hard time winning each race, but he usually always wins them. Uh this time he feels like he's a little bit too behind than he normally is. So he di- he decides to activate some like uh, some jet fuel kind of a stuff to boost them up, and that's what the new engine is supposed to do. Give him enough, give him an enormous amount of power to, you know, jet himself to the finish line. Only thing is, the engine had a little problem. Like there was kind of like a little issue while they were making the engine, and it couldn't contain all that power, and the car explodes, and it releases so much radiation. That they pretty much just leave them there. They just said a car exploded. Too dangerous to actually go check on the dude. They just left him there. And the heat that the engine is creating with the power it's releasing actually melts the car. 
It's literally like a puddle of, you know, metal. Liquefied metal. But the thing is, is that the force of the explosion, like, also, in the car, Johnny actually took a lot of that force on him. But what he also took on is a lot of the computer stuff that that the car had. So it kind of stuck onto him. And the radiation that the engine was releasing kind of fused that into his skin. Also kind of transformed him a bit. And made so him bigger, he, better, stronger. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. And it kind of had this effect like... like uh, Okay, I might... I might uh, sound kind of bad here, but I've never seen the Terminator movies, mm-hmm. so I don't know what the name of that liquid dude is. The, the T one hundred or T one thousand, I think. I I don't. Uh, I guess the, I, um, I no the Terminator Terminators. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Terminator is a very confusing. Series. They're Terminator Terminators. They're designed to kill Terminators, and they're made of like liquid metal, and they can like shape shift and stuff. Yeah. Except it's not exactly like that. It's it's like he can morph like that T-100, I'm guessing. I don't know. The liquid dude. But it's also kind of like a cyborg kind of a thing. Yeah, I kind of got started, that vibe from it. <laughs> yeah, he started rebuilding himself. Uh, yeah, the radiation caused him to morph a bit. So he kind of survived the, um, the blast, mostly because of all that computer and metal stuff being, like, pretty much, like, forged onto his skin kind of protected him a bit. So he was able... Yes. Does he have a talking car? Uh, no. He is the car. <laughs> okay, so this is, like, you're combining, like, the $6 million man and, like, uh, Knight Rider, like, as one entity. I like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. He's more of a cyborg character. Like, he's a humanoid. But he could, but he transformed into any kind of vehicle. When you started this, your little thing, I just thought of Knight Rider. So I'm, I'm kind of like playing around with that in my head. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, if that, no, if you it, don't it's like good. That. It's all good. But uh, yeah, that's that's the dude. He uh, again, he's like he's like a humanoid robot. That's most. That's how he spends most of his time. He can generate wheels on his feet, so he can like skate around. And, like, on his arms as well, so he can probably, like, scale up the walls, maybe. I don't know. And, I, I uh... Have one more question. Yes. Was his name before this Jet Blaze, or was he just lucky enough to have a robot-sounding name afterwards? Uh, no, his name was Jet Blaze. Uh, the reason I went with Jet is because I didn't want to make a weird kind of a pun and call him, like, a car name or something like that. But, uh, and plus, I kept getting... Uh, Ghost Rider in my head. I don't know why, but it's fine. I you keep calling him Johnny. You call well, keep you call yeah. him Johnny once. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, I I kept Blaze in there and just changed the first to Jet because uh, it's also a form of transportation. And um, also the the copying himself or cloning himself. Uh, I limited to only five times you can do this. Mm-hmm. And they're more of chips. He can generate chips that he can throw into onto a vehicle, and that's where I limit it. It has to be a vehicle, any form, car, airplane, moped. He can throw a chip onto that vehicle, 
and then that will form into his body. But he only does it on the when he's about to die. So okay, he's I have a like on about this. to yes. I'm sorry for nitpicking on this. This is no, you nitpick. Get. This is just the general question. It's like one of those. Like you asked me last time, like if uh, the like, acceleration and deceleration blasted each other, and I didn't know the answer. So this is a question mm-hmm. for me: To what extent can a vehicle be described as a vehicle? Like, can you do this to like a spaceship, like the size of like a house? Can you do this to a bicycle? Hmm. Okay. Like, well, I'm not going to throw I... these things at you in the battle. I'm just <laughs> asking. No, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. If the thing has an engine, it can be transformed. Okay. I got you. That's, I guess. So, yes, you can't throw it to a bike, but you can throw it to a motorcycle. Okay. You know, and, uh, so, yeah. And it'll turn into just like how he was at the beginning of the fight. So, and he can only do it five times, and they're chips. So, there is a whole thing where you, you could destroy one of his chips, and so he loses one of those clones of himself. And they take a wild form, which is why he can't do them during, uh, he can't form it during a battle to replace a chip. But, um, you know, you have a couple of seconds. If you hit or destroy the chip, that process ends. And so you, it's not that overpowered. At least in my mind, it doesn't seem overpowered, but hopefully it's not. And so he's not really a hero as well. He's more of an anti-hero. Mm. He's just trying to get revenge on the dude that made him race. And the people that created the engine. I've never seen Robocop, but I think that that sounds like the plot to Robocop. Like, I, I've never seen it, so, like, I don't know if that's... That sounds to me like what the plot would be. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, this... Yeah. Like, the Omni... Like, I, I know that the corporations, like, the Omnicorp corporations, like, they took him and they turned him into a robot for their use. I think he is trying to get revenge on them. I'm not sure about that. I, I think so, too. I did see Robocop, the newest one. Uh, that was a while ago. Oh man, I so forgot I don't that remember. I even saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, if you ever make a movie, make sure it's a good movie because um, yeah, people won't remember what the movie was about. I don't remember that movie like at all, other than like he could like see the internet or something. That was weird, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the tangent. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but that is my character. Okay. Um. Oh, jeez. Okay. Now we got to come up with a thing to do. Alright, this is going to be a tricky one. Because uh, I didn't come up with scenes beforehand because I thought it was just going to be like a... We kind of base it off of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when it comes to uh, to doing stuff, does uh, Jet, like, is he like reactionary? or? I mean, I guess I would assume he's the kind of person who uh, does things. He's like a, a, a like the action finder like i mean that's the whole backstory it's uh, he was bored with the mundanity uh the mon- the mundane parts of his life which were already pretty extreme so i feel like he's like the instigator <laughs> yeah. kind of character yeah kind of you can say does, does he have people going after him like at all no i mean he does the more going after mm. and as a consequence he makes people go after him but it usually always starts because of him okay I have a question. Would he ever go after somebody for a bounty, or is that just the... Uh, that's not part of his interest? Because outside of his revenge thing, I don't know what he what he does. Um, oh, that's a good question. Bounty, bounty, bounty. Uh, honestly, I don't know what my character does outside of, like, I just... Oh, shoot. Uh, my character was more like a some people kind of meet her and they need, they need help kind of thing. I never really thought of her backstory beforehand. Um, okay. Bounties 
he doesn't go after. It's like if he gets a tip or if he gets any kind of information that, oh, uh, there's this dude, he's possibly he's part of this, uh, the program, or he's, he or she is connected to the uh, company that created the engine or that ran the races or that knows the mystery dude, then he'll go after that bounty. Other than that, I don't think he goes out seeking for bounty. Alright, hold on. Okay, so I'm gonna say that my character is like a thief kind of character. She okay. she um, tries to uh, find things uh, that are valuable and sell them to the highest bidder kind of thing. Uh, okay. And so uh, she would kind of like find fake, like, like fake her way into places and stuff. Uh, kind of like, uh, uh, not changing her appearance, like, literally, like, shape-shifting, but kind of, like, gussing herself up a little differently every time she goes somewhere. And, uh, kind of, like, pretend to be a different person. It's a big, big universe, so, you know, uh, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to pinpoint somebody down so easily anyways. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. say that whatever, uh, company this is, I'm gonna say maybe, like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Chariot Industries. I like the name of that. Uh, she okay. she basically like <laughs> yeah like I was like oh racing chariot racing there we go um, chariot industries yeah, that's a thing somewhere let's sue me um, <laughs> uh, let's say that she's uh, she's kind of like uh, broken herself into the place she's just unemployed like her oh, okay. her employer okay. doesn't know anything about her she's trying to find uh, parts uh, for her shit okay, okay. For, uh, and I, okay. also some stuff uh huh okay I, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, no yeah, good. I think that that's a good place to start. Um, okay, this company, I could say, uh, Bla- Blaze thinks that this part, this company, knows some information about the company that did that was responsible for his accident. So we can have it as he's there trying to hack into their system mm. to get information. Now you said your character also likes to. Steal information, correct? Yes. So we can have them. So in the middle of Blaze uh, hacking their system, he's he's at the company. So he's hacking their system to get the information. Your character walks in on him doing it. Okay. No, this works. All right. All right. That seems that works. Okay, this okay, works. I can. Yeah, we both seem like bad bad guys here, even though we're <laughs> heroes. But uh, it works. Okay. All right. Uh, so okay. So let's just set up the scene. We're uh, you, you, uh, we're in a building, like uh, another building. <laughs> oh god damn it! <laughs> god damn it! Um, <laughs> god. Uh, let's say it's like a like a higher up floor. Or, uh, do you want it to be a higher up or lower? Lower. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm guessing if it's like a company like this that's responsible for like creating stuff. They'll be, they'll be pretty, a pretty large building. So okay. say, say maybe it has it's floor forty floors mm-hmm. too much or is that okay? Does that seem about good? That, that seems fine. Um, okay. Okay. So I know that this we're is somewhere sound, in the middle. Y- yeah. Uh, let's let's go higher up. I think it's fine. Uh, just a quick, really okay. quick thing. Um, because I want to be fair for for everything also. So I'm gonna. I'm really hoping you're gonna pick this hint up when I when it shows up. It's gonna be something that might help you out. Uh, I'm not gonna use it against you. It's only for your gain, and I hope you pick up on this. 
I'm just letting you know. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going to assume that Zenith has her ship on the top floor. And okay. uh, she's just she's just leaving it there. So whenever she gets her stuff, she can just make a getaway. Uh, so we're in like a... What's the 40th floor? Does that, does that work? Okay. So there's... So we're in the... The top bit. floor. Yeah, then. it's uh, yeah, sure, top, <laughs> pretty close to the top. Okay. Uh, and uh, 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 Jet Blaze is a giant fucking car monster person. Uh, or no, is he right like normal now, size? No, no. While he's in the building, he's a normal person. Oh, okay. Again, he's like cyborg. Oh, okay. He's a humanoid person. He's he's cyborg. Okay. In this in, in this form. Mm. Okay, so I'm and gonna so, assume... Yeah, he just has cords all over the place, on the computers, monitors, everything, trying to gather information. Okay, so I'm just gonna assume he's already there first. Uh, I would say yes. Okay, uh, so he's there doing his thing. Uh, Zenith is also there. She just got there. She's all planning on getting mm-hmm. some info on some parts that she really, uh, that she wants. Now, some of these, uh, jet boosters or whatever, um, they're... This is the only company that makes them, I'm gonna say. Okay. Um... What am I saying? Like, uh, she probably has something better on her show, just considering he has a travel plan on the planet. But uh, let's say that these are sp- these are specifically just a little bit more sophisticated. Uh, something that has that uh, that is probably better for her ship. I would say she's trying to get some info okay. on it. Uh, she's going to use it for herself and also sell it. But she uh, sees that there's somebody already there. Okay. And she's curious about this, so she's gonna kind of like look, but not exactly engage. So she's gonna she's gonna walk inside. Uh, I'm gonna say that she's gonna kind of just sneak around and just kind of like look. Now I don't know if um, you're gonna be able to see her. Uh, that's up to you. Uh, oh god, this is like the second time I'm gonna start a character like this. <laughs> but he is kind of distracted. Uh, again, he's trying to gather up all the information. So he's not really paying that close of attention. Okay. Um, uh, quick thing. Is this going to be like a huge open area or is it just like a little small office room? I'd say small office room. Okay. You you make it sound uh, like I'm going to actually... hit you. I'm not. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. No, it's, it's not that. I was just wondering. Did you actually go into the room? Oh, I'm in the room. I'm you... in the room. I'm just kind of like, like. Okay. Just like you're distracted. And I'm just kind of glancing. Um, okay, I okay. I thought you were outside of the room. No, I'm inside. Okay, if you go into the room, then that's a little bit different. Then. Okay. Okay. If you go into the room again, because he when while he's downloading stuff, he knows that he's kind of vulnerable there because he's mm. all his concentration is on the computers. So he puts a little uh, motion sensor thing on the door, so in case the door opens or someone walks in, mm. that rings and alerts him. Do I hear it? So if you, uh, it's more one of those little red laser dots, oh, okay. the red laser things. So if you pass it, it's a silent alarm. So it only triggers in him. Mm. So the only thing is, I don't know if you would have been, if you would have seen it or not. Uh, is it okay? Real life lasers are invisible. Uh, is this a real life laser or is this a fan, uh, or is this like a a make believe laser that is super red and super glowy? Um, it's just, I guess, I mean, it's just a standard, like, laser. So, so like, real life laser, would be invisible that's invisible. Then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I... If, if you don't see it, that automatically alerts him. I mean, a Zenith can interact with the light spectrum, but I don't think she has special vision. Okay. 
Okay. Oh. So, so I don't know if you're gonna whoa, give her the draw get... or. <laughs> <laughs> um, it uh, this is where it's hard. This is where it becomes harder to agree on things. Um. Uh. Okay. You want to do a fifty-fifty coin flip here? Sure, I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, look! I have a new Christmas present. I can use that. Is it dice? Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not that. Okay. Heads, uh, heads, she's caught. Tails, she, she sees the light. Okay. Oh, heads, I guess. Hey, oh, Google. Wait. Yes. Oh, no. Flip a coin. It's heads. What, what did I say head was? I don't remember. <laughs> I think you said caught. <laughs> I think you said caught. Okay. So, I got a Google Play. I got a Google Mini thing. So I had to flip the coin. Oh god. So you should hear it on my end, so you know that I was not cheating. <laughs> uh, so, okay, heads, triggers, uh, I'm pretty sure you're hiding somewhere, so he doesn't might not see you, but he absorbs all the cords back into him and turns around to see who walked in. Okay. Uh, just, uh, and just, just somebody walks in. Zenith isn't, like, dressed up like a... Like a rogue or anything, she just dresses up. Well, I mean, oh, hold on. Yeah, I guess she would dress up kind of like, like roguishly, like, uh, uh, like she's not in a business suit or anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you notice her, or uh, Jet notices her. Mm-hmm. Oh, she does anything? Or uh, not? no. She's, of course, she's not gonna fucking tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, didn't notice that anyone was in here. Uh, you shouldn't be in here. What, what, what's up? He's just silent. He's not doing anything. He's waiting. You, you kind of see him like maybe he's scanning you or something. Mm -hmm. He's he's almost like he's waiting for you to do something. Okay. Yeah. He's just standing there, silent. All right. You say he's well known, isn't he? Uh. Well, he might seem kind of familiar. Again, he has like metal bits cover covering his whole body. Oh, okay. So. You, he might seem a bit familiar to you. Okay, I'm gonna play on that. It's like, hey, okay. I I know. I think I, I think I've seen you before. Uh, TV or something. Uh, da, 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 da. don't tell me this. Don't tell me this. You're a racer. Uh, oh, Blaze. Uh, what's what's your name? Um, John, John Johnny? No, that I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm close. Uh, he's still scanning you. Okay. Um, uh, he's not. He's trying to see if you have any weapons on you. Do you have any weapons on my you? My boy, my weapons are my fists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a key. So I have that key okay. on me. I don't know. That's not normal. Uh, no, anything that isn't a gun is not gonna red. It's okay. the guns are mostly the thing that's gonna register with you. Okay. So if you don't have any kind of thing, anything that looks like a gun um, on you, then he's no. not gonna. No homie. Okay, so nothing registers. Mm -hmm. Okay, he slowly he slowly walk walks up to you, and I guess he goes like uh, he tells you to leave. Hmm. Slowly walking up to you and says, "Go, go." Hmm. Uh, you don't have a very you, you you seem to have a very limited vocabulary here. Um. No. Um. I'm gonna stay here just because you're not supposed to be here. Um. So I would suggest maybe you leave. You see his hand morph into some kind of weird thing probably never seen it before it's just like a weird tube mm -hmm. and he just says again leave 
Okay, she's giving you kind of a funny look. Like, this guy is a little more serious than I thought he was gonna be. Okay. Jeez, oh, I don't- I really don't know how this is gonna go. I, uh... <laughs> you haven't done anything yet. That's a thing. You're just threatening. That's- that's about it. So, um... I'm gonna walk past you. <laughs> I was like, you well, you're- well, well, you're not gonna leave, so I'm just gonna stick around and do my thing. He's a bit confused. He turns around and go and asks, Do you work here? Uh, do you work here? I'm the one asking the question. Answer me. My answer will depend on your answer. Alright, he lifts up his arm. Mm -hmm. Now, with the tube on there, and goes, I'm not gonna be a nice guy anymore. Answer the question. Do you work here? Okay, so, uh, for clarification, um, I technically work here. Now, I know that it sounds really weird because I didn't give you a yes or no answer, but uh, when I say technically, I mean I officially, yes, I do work here. I have a name tag and everything. Uh, not my name. Um, unless, of course, you work here, in which case um, you can ignore everything I just said. Uh, and I actually am the person that it says on my name tag that I am. Like, he interrupts you, I guess, and goes, I do not work for them. Yeah, uh, okay, that's cool. Uh, I guess you're, you know, you're not a threat to me then. So, uh, yeah, uh, she just ignore, starts ignoring you and starts <laughs> playing around on the computer. <laughs> I, I, he's annoyed. He, he's annoyed. Because <laughs> you're not taking him serious. Okay, he's threatening your life, and yet you're just acting like, like a brat. <laughs> and I guess he tells you what it goes up. Uh, you don't work here. Don't want to hurt you. You're not someone I need to hurt. So go. One last time. Let me finish my business. Okay. So, uh, real quick. Uh, give me like 10 minutes. I'm just going to download some specs on here on my flash drive. I'm going to just like dip. Uh, but, hey, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody you're here. Uh, I don't think you have to tell anybody I'm here. And then we'll be really cool. We'll be best buds. How about that? He shoots the computer you use. Okay, that's not cool. Uh, with a sound wave. He goes, you're, you're not, not taking anything. All of this is going to be deleted. This is my information. I was here first. Now leave. Okay, she kind of... She, she looks at you and she's like, Okay, uh, that's how you want it. And then she just uh, she launches a punch at you. Ooh, a punch? Yeah. Well, I don't have to be anywhere near you. It's a good thing I'm a long distance fighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Is this... Okay, is this... Is this office room the type of office office room that has like drywall as their wall uh, material, or is it a glass? Ooh, I like glass. Glass sounds cool. I do like glass as well. Okay, then uh, I, I did not. I didn't register any weapons on you, any guns at least. So I am completely caught off guard here. So, I guess I go flying through the glass. Yeah, I mean, you're not knocked out of the building, but you're just, like, knocked from, like, the hallway, I would say. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, you hear, like, weird morphing mm -hmm. sounds, and the sound of, like, bullets being put into a gun. Okay, that's not cool. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh... And then, uh -huh. you hear... It's not... It's good. It's gonna do that cool thing where it starts on one side of the wall and slowly creep up to you, but you start 
You started hearing gunshots. Oh, this is not from him, And is it's it? starting from one side of the wall to the other side of the wall. Oh, it, it, you know, crossing the, the room. Okay, so it's going across the room? Okay. Yeah, starting on one end to the room, heading towards okay. you. Okay, uh, uh, uh... Or is it from... Does it sound like it's coming from him? No, yeah, it's coming from the direction from where you just punched the dude. Okay, from. okay, so I have time to react to this. Um... Uh, the moment that I hear this kind of like whirring sound, I'm just like, well, this ain't gonna end well. Uh, so, uh, I very quickly just kick the glass at the window, and I'm just gonna jump out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, okay, Dina is reactionary okay. and es- it likes to escape, so... She's okay. not like momentum, she's not gonna deal um, with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He... He walks... He walks up to the window where you jumped out of. God, I don't think he wants he wants the information. And he doesn't he seems like you just ran away, didn't care. I guess he he morphs his his arm, he had into like the gun. And he turns it into a rocket. It's not a heat seeking rocket, so it's not gonna follow you or anything. But he does launch three missiles at your direction. Okay. Uh, the moment that I notice that they're about to hit me, uh, I kind of react. Zenith punches, uh, forward, okay. uh, not in time to stop a hit, but enough to kind of, like, cushion the blow. Is it so, does it still hit you hard enough that dazes you, and now you're falling, or is it no? Uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, it does hit her, um, and she's probably, uh, a bit dazed and confused. We won't be able to fly at this for the for the rest of these like free fall seconds. I don't know if you're assuming she's gonna hit the ground or if she's just gonna like get back up. Okay. Well, I hit you. I see you falling. So I'm gonna stand there for a minute and see if the fall killed you or if you can still move from there. Okay. Or if you even hit the ground. All right. So I'm going to say, and uh, please take this opportunity. I hope you take this. I just like it as a narrative. Uh. Before you see her hit the ground, you just see a lone ship from above, kind of zoom in, zoom down very quickly, faster than she's falling, and kind of like scoop her up, so that it kind of cushions her before, like, she's not hitting this thing instantly, it's like a one-person mm-hmm. ship, no no weapons or anything attached to it, it's just, okay. it's just a lone ship, and it just scoops her up, she doesn't get in it, it just kind of like, she kind of just like lands on it, and it kind of... It zooms up to the floor that you're on, and she's just kind of like regaining consciousness. She just kind of like looks up, and she's like, "Ha! Didn't see that coming, did you?" Kind of like all like <laughs> slurry. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, if you fly up to him, all he's gonna say is, "You know, I warned you. I did not want to hurt you, but you gave me no choice." And uh, you kind of kind of doesn't sound like he actually means it. He's like, he, maybe he's kind of happy that he gets to kill something. Or kill someone related to this company. He wishes it was, you know, someone, no offense, important. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he at least gets to get someone of revenge. And since you did say you technically work here, <laughs> then you'll just have to do. All he was wanted to do is just steal information and leave. The building was empty. You, it's, this is, he basically tells you, this is on you. And he, um, he aims the, he still has the, uh, rocket form thing. 
and he just aims it at you and pulls the trigger. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say that she uh, kind of like tilts the ship just a little bit to kind of try to dodge it. Kind of like in a way it's like bratty, I guess you could say. It's like, ha! Uh, so you're still gonna be just on the ship? Yeah, you're not even in the ship. No, I'm not even in it. I'm just on it. I'm just kind of like tilt it. <laughs> okay. Um, then he's gonna just start shooting missiles until one of them hits you. I mean, you can't dodge them all. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he would say that out loud, but he's just like, I missed. Oh, uh, okay. I'll just shoot more and he starts just, uh, laying out more missiles. One after another. Alright, uh, let's see, what would, what would she do? Uh, okay. Uh, okay, I think she would, I don't know if she wants to dip now. Uh, okay, she's gonna, she's gonna let the, uh, she's got a little, little gauntlet on her. A little, little wristwatch, kind of mm -hmm. controls the ship. Uh, she's gonna, uh, throw, throw the ship up, and she's gonna, like, throw herself off of it and into the building. Uh, kind of on the next, on the floor up higher. I don't know if these missiles can track her. Uh, no, no heat tracking, just standard missiles. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna wait for the missiles. Uh, so you're one floor above him? Yeah. Okay, are you here? Is that the same sound you heard when, like the morphing sound you heard when he changed his arm to different weapons? Mm -hmm. You hear that morphing again, and then all you hear is what kind of sounds like a motorcycle mm -hmm. and you kind of hear it like under you a little bit in front of you and then you just hear it like going down the hall okay uh I, I'm, it's all happening under you i guess okay i'm gonna i'm gonna set the zenith here is this she's gonna make pop culture reference is this transformers is he a transformer <laughs> She says that out loud. I don't think she gives a shit if anyone can hear her or not. <laughs> uh, well, okay. She's gonna run off to the edge of the uh, to the building where she jumped in, and she's gonna like look down. I don't know if. Uh, yeah, I'd say you can see her head. Okay. Uh, you see an empty room. I mean, if you're able to see into the next room, it's empty. Mm -hmm. But now you hear the same sound of a motorcycle. On the like, and outside of the hallway of the room you're in. Wait, like you hear like what sounds to be like a motorcycle closing up to whatever room you're in. If you're on another floor, he kind of doesn't know which room it was exactly. Mm. So he's going like room by room, shooting into the shooting into it. Okay, uh, just gonna look at it like, okay, uh, how do I stop a motorcycle, man? Um. This is this is actually tough. Uh, she's gonna okay. She's gonna she's gonna try to provoke you at this point. Uh, she's gonna stand um, outside of one of the room, uh, outside into the hall, and just kind of like, launch a punch so you can see it. So then I guess he, he rides up to the room and then you see a really cool looking motorcycle just there. Oh, cool! With a gun on it. Yeah, it kind of figured it would have a gun. <laughs> Man, you know this, I almost thought I could do this, but then you had guns. <laughs> oh, jeez. So yeah, he slowly creeps up. He's there. He saw the punch. Can I, can I just say that it's hard to, it's hard to, I don't have shields. Like, the only way I can shield myself is to just, like, punch you or kick you. 
Oh shit, I didn't think of kicking you. That's the same thing, but whatever. <laughs> it's like, it's like shooting a bullet with bullets. That's the only way I can like, pr uh, like get close to you. Okay, uh, yeah, um, hey Wacko, how about, uh, uh, cooling it just a little bit? You see him turn into a puddle of like gray liquid, and then turn back into the same humanoid thing you saw. And, uh, he basically tells you, I gave you your chance, and you did not heed my warning. Then you attack me. Why would I let you go? Okay, so that attack uh, back on you, that was mostly like pride and bravado, I would say. And I guess he jumps in to tell you that your pride would lead you to your death. Okay, uh, this is a tough one. Um, look, I understand you're kind of angry company i can justifiably understand why you're angry at me but how about this why exactly are well i mean i can kind of assume uh i'm kind of like context clues putting this together you used to be a normal dude you got you, you got fucked over by this company they did some weird stuff to you and now you're out for vendetta i'm just gonna spitball and guess that's what it is i only work here because i want cool stuff and i want to sell it now, I'm going to cut you a deal here, and it's going to basically go like this. You just let me go, and we don't have to deal with this anymore. When you're trying to tell his backstory, or trying to figure out why he's here, he kind of gets mad. He goes like, You don't know me. You don't know what they've done to me. So don't talk to me like you understand me, or know why I'm doing things. This is my revenge. This is my form of payback. No, I did not go into a weird thing. They ruined my life. I mean, look at me. They ruined everything I had. And no, I'm not gonna cut a little deal with a little girl just because she's scared she's gonna die. You attacked me. I gave you your warning and you attacked me. I'm not letting this company continue on and you take their equipment. How do I not know that you're gonna do the same thing they did to me, to someone else? You're not taking anything from them, and I'm gonna take this whole place down. Now, I gave you your warning, and you decide to ignore it because of pride? So now your pride would lead to your death. And he charges. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, real talk though, uh, at this point Xena just doesn't give a shit, she's gonna leave. Uh, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm trying to get you to chase her, is what I'm trying to get you to do? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, you decided to jump back into the building. That's true, but like you, so. I, I think you would just let her leave. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you were kind of just hovering there, and so you're hovering there. I decided just I'll just shoot the shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So you're chasing towards her. I'm charging at you. Okay. I'm gonna assume that uh, whatever side of the building we were on, I can't go back that same way. So I'm just gonna like start flying the other way instead, and just kind of like, uh, uh, just kind of like uh, blow the windows out and then try to like leave. I don't know if uh, you you I don't know if you'd be able to catch up to her. She doesn't fly very fast. Okay, if you go back out the window to your ship, you have to go. You're going down, right? Uh, no. Okay. So like, here's the thing. Um. Uh, you're in. You're on that side. So like, uh, running towards you is a bad idea. So I gotta run the other side. Like, you know how, like, the building has, like, a long haul? Or would have yeah. a long haul? Yeah, I'm going the other way. I'm not going up or down. I'm just going, like, out there. I'm I'm going to have the ship 
like, looking out on my, like, it's gonna be right out the window. I'm just gonna, uh, pop out and leave. I, 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 okay, I, since he's a big dude, and he's kind of weighted down by these, uh, by the machine, it's, you know, machine parts, uh, he could turn into a bike again and chase you, but he kind of thinks that's gonna take a little bit, so he, if you do look back, I see him, he's, he kneels down, and he morphs his hand into somewhat of a, like a sniper rifle, and aims it towards you. He's not gonna shoot right now, uh, he, he's letting you run. Okay. I do that. <laughs> okay. And, um, so you're trying to get to the end of the hall to the window, correct? Yeah, uh, she's just gonna dip, man. Uh, yeah, uh, if you're if okay. you're letting her do that, she's gonna punch the window and just jump out. And the ship is right outside. Right outside. Before you even throw a punch, uh, you hear him. You hear the gunshot, but it doesn't hit you. Okay. It goes past you, and then you see a hole in the window. And I don't think it even cracks the window. It just goes through the window, and all you hear is a little ding, and hit your ship, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, no big explosion, nothing like that. Just a ding, and that's it. Okay. And then you just see him, you know, if you turn back around, then he just stands back up upright and just walks into a room. That was weird. Uh, yeah, she gets in her ship. Um, I'm not going to say that she knows that uh, you uh, shot a, uh, a, uh, a thingamabob that has control over it, but... She's gonna just be like, um, okay. I'm going to hold on. Actually, let me really quickly. Um, can you do can you do a Google thing for me? <laughs> Google. Google. Just okay. Really quick. Uh, um. Uh. I, all right. Okay. I want to. I want to know if she notices the chip, because I know that that's what you're doing. Uh. If she notices the chip, uh, the chip on the wind on the. Uh, it, it actually touches the ship, right? Uh, right, yeah. I want to know if she notices it or not. So just heads, she notices it. Tails, she doesn't. Hey, Google. Flip a coin. Okay. okay I don't know if you heard notice. that. I heard it. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't notice. Uh, yeah, she gets in the ship and just turns uh, and just, just like, ah, yeah, we're, we're good here. Uh, I don't know what you're okay. gonna fucking do to her. Uh, she, she flies away. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess as soon as you, uh, I guess, like, before you even jump out the window, all you hear is, like, something break? Like, as if the ceiling collapsed or something? <clears throat> Which it <clears throat> did. The dude is simply taking the stairs back to the floor. So he's already standing below, I mean, on top of the floor he wants to be in. He just busts the floor open and jumps down there and continue what he's doing. He's okay. gathering all the information, and he's thinking you're just gonna leave. Yeah, that's you. You just leave. That's what she's doing. I don't know if you're trying to like suicide her, like with her ship or anything, but she gets in her ship and like, tries <laughs> to leave. That's what I'm assuming you're trying to do. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess when you once you get a certain distance away. Uh, you see the building explode. Did, so. 
Excuse me. Did he kill himself or did he leave? Uh, well, I mean, one, one way to find out, isn't there? You want to head back or no? Oh, she's done with this. This is, <laughs> for, for, by the way, narratively speaking, this is a shitty episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my character gets in trouble and tries to leave. Uh, kind of uncharacteristically comes back to fight and then leaves again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you don't go back, you just fly away? Yeah, I mean, the information that she was trying to get is gone. Okay. Well then, as I guess as soon as you go away, uh, you hear on your ship his voice oh, and shit. basically tells you thank you for the ride and he morphs makes a hole under you lets you fall and then flies off oh shit okay uh that so was... steals your ship that was my ship you and everything you had in there if you had anything in there oh shit my key <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he becomes your ship through the chip. Drops oh, you. No. I don't, I'm pretty. I don't think you'll die mm. if you fall. Oh, I can fly, He's homie. You do, huh? I can fly, homie. Oh, he shoots a missile just in case. Oh, hold on, hold um, on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going to actually try to like catch up to you at this point. Uh, <laughs> hey, you think you can catch up to me? Uh, I'm yelling. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Look, I, I get it. You can keep the ship. I'm cool with that. You can keep all the info you got. You can just, you exploded the building. That's fine. I'm not really technically unemployed. I just want my key back. Can you give me my key back? Um, he can care less what you do. <laughs> um, I mean, why? He's not gonna pay you no two cents. He's. He's done what he needs to. He got the information he needed, deleted everything, blew up the building, saved his life thanks to you taking over your ship. I mean, you've lost. There's nothing. There's no win for him to do anything. There's, there's. You have nothing that would benefit him if he even bothered to give you a key. Which he's confused. He doesn't know what. Why you need a key? I mean, you don't have your ship. How are you gonna drive it? That's what he thinks. He <laughs> thinks the key is for the ship. He goes like, "I am your ship. How are you can? What's the use of a key? You're like, no." <laughs> and so, yeah, he's not gonna pay attention to you. Oh god! And if you're doing this while floating, then he is gonna shoot stuff at you because he wants you to fall. Okay. So if by you yelling at him at that, he's then. He's not gonna turn around or do anything. He's just gonna put some like missiles on his on the rear of the ship and just shoot them at you. Oh shit! Okay, I'm gonna. She's gonna dip at this point. Uh, I'm gonna assume that maybe a missile hits her. She falls to the ground. Uh, this is uh, up to the audience if they want to if they want to believe if she dies or not. Uh, she's she, she's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean again. <laughs> He doesn't really care if she dies or not anymore. She he mm. got what he wants. So as long as he just throws you out of the air, whether mm. the landing, whether it was high enough that it kills you, or if you're able to react last minute and you know 
co- cover your fall with flight energy. He don't. He doesn't care. But he's gone. He took your sheep and gone. I would say she doesn't die, but uh, like it's not like it's not like uh it's not because I like like the character or anything, and I just want to keep on uh, use it somewhere else. But it's also like I don't think she would actually die from this, to be honest, like from this encounter, okay. because narratively speaking, it would work out for her to be alive. Because now it just like kind of gives an incentive to go like track him down at this point, and kind of like explain to. Uh, by the way, it came up with a name while we were uh, talking. It's like uh, to her friend Ad- <laughs> uh, to her friend Adeline. Uh, hey, uh, kind of lost the key. You mean the thing that I was telling you to take care of? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> story i just want to let you know uh jet blaze it now has a few more enemies just because he has it with him <laughs> uh i mean i yeah i guess he does i mean <laughs> technically it's gonna be is the key like a, a form of technology is it like an actual like electronic key or something like that or is it just like a weird plain key um, it is, it's just, a. I would say it has tech on it, but it's not, it's much more advanced than anything that any other creature in the galaxy has made, in the solar system has made. So it's, mm-hmm. like, humans can't really, like, crack it, but, like, there are people that can. Very few. It doesn't, like, like I said, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, uh, okay, the best way to describe it, it's like, it's a, uh, a power source. Kind of like, um... Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh god, I can't believe I'm gonna make this comparison. You remember the Fairly Odd Parents? <laughs> uh, uh, vaguely, yeah. Okay, they had a big wand that let the fairies do whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but really small, and there's five of them. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, because if it has any ele- like, uh, electronics to it, I would think he'll try to absorb it into him. Uh, oh make shit. It part of him. Okay, just, just so, quick disclaimer. If he's now that we have to explain, like the story's over. I just want to say, uh, just to have to explain <laughs> this. It's like, um, um, okay. Think of like the TARDIS. You know how there's a giant like that that's that star that's inside that's like on the brink of collapsing. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but inside a key. Okay. There you go. So. Oh, that's dangerous. That is dangerous. Don't put that in your body. <laughs> Well, he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> he just kept dealing with a key. He thinks the key belongs to the ship. So he's going to be playing around with it. Oh, God. And if he's able to absorb it, he may try to absorb it. And he will either become a key, or I'm guessing it has the power of a freaking star. It might destroy the world. Or him. I don't know. Uh, this isn't my backhanded way to try to kill you or anything. It's just... just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Oh, oh my god! But um, I guess can I? A- am I in the right to say my character wins? Yeah, uh, your character wins. Uh, I wouldn't say my character yeah. died, but my character's not gonna. This is not a victory for her. It's very disappointing for everyone involved. Also, that you have oh, uh, yeah, you have one of the most you have one of the most powerful weapons in the universe now at your disposal, um, because. It doesn't do anything unless you can access it, and since you technically are a machine, you can access it, which fucking sucks. 
Hey, John, if I was your boss, first thing I would ask is, um, why did you leave such an important relic in your ship? Okay. Uh, It's like, why did you not put it somewhere a bit more safer? Okay, look. Um, it was on my person when I was in the building. But when I thought I was in the comfort of my own ship, which belongs to me, that's Zenith, uh, I had just taken everything out of my pockets and I put it in my little cubby where I put all my stuff. <laughs> Your little cubby. Mm-hmm. It's right. It's right on the dashboard, right next to the cup holder. Okay. Well, then she's also mad because you just lost a really expensive ship. Mostly she's just mad because you lost the key, which, again, why would you put it under a cup holder and not keep it on yourself? Doesn't matter if you're in the comfort of your room or not. I don't like putting things in my pockets. I I hate having to bring that key around with me everywhere. The, 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 the fact that you gave it to me, just I feel offended in the first place. <laughs> Out of all the people you well, know, I mean, you know I hate pockets. <laughs> well, I mean, look what that led to now. Now, the strongest, uh, yeah, one of the most important thing in the world that can be used for one of the most dangerous thing is now in the hands of someone that doesn't even know what it's for, and from what I heard of, can probably fuse into it, which can lead into, like, Major disaster kind of a thing. I mean, the only way you can actually get into that thing is if you had some sort of <laughs> some sort of psionic interface. It's not like the chariot company does that kind of stuff anyways. <laughs> oh shit, they do, don't they? <laughs> she walks away. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's not good. Uh, somewhere out there, he's Dr. Manhattaning the world. <laughs> you just zoom in back to him, and he just has the key in his hands, just flipping it. Hey, Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> well, that one, that one's a little bit more anticlimactic than the last one. Uh, it does sound <laughs> like it's a setup for something. I don't think we're going to be continuing this story. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I mean... I mean, that's the only thing that sucks when a character doesn't die, is that now they're just there. Yeah, it's weird. This is really... Okay, first of all, this is really weird because it's, first of all, experimental. So it's like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Uh, And so it's just like, jeez, that just went somewhere. (laughs) Yes. Um, I really think... I really thought maybe... We will have another character death. I mean, that's not what I'm going. For, no, not at all. But I, I just would have thought it would have led down to that. Yeah, um, I'm really glad that uh, we didn't have any gruesome deaths. I mean, that first gruesome death was all on you. Yeah, that all could have been avoided, but you decided to take that gruesome death upon yourself. True. True, that is very true. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, okay, just... <laughs> okay, in my defense, that was a spur-of-the-moment kind of thing. I was pumped up with adrenaline, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. 
It's all good. I mean, at least we got a good, like, story ending for him. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's going to continue, but I'm telling you, it's not. Here's the oh, thing, like, if... By the uh, way... Oh, no, I'm sorry. You can, you can finish your, your thought. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, the thing about this is, like, if we wanted to continue it, I wouldn't want to do it just the two of us, because it's like, we'd only be restricted to, like, those two characters, or, like, it... Mm-hmm. Or it sounds weird, but, like, two people DMing, which wouldn't work, I think. Because we don't differentiate our voices very much when we do different characters. Because we're not voice actors. And so, um... Yes. Like, if I voiced more than one character, like, it would be kind of hard. Like, I could play up more characters if I wanted to, but I had, like, I'd have to prepare them beforehand. Uh, and they're mostly going to be... They're, they're, I mean, I can really only do voices that are kind of, like, lower registers for the most part. And it's just, I have six voices. That's about it. And they're just variations of those six. So it's like, I'm not the best at voice acting. Uh, mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be feasible to do that. Later on down the line, I think it would be a little bit more fun to have little stories like this with more people, though. Yeah. <clears throat> Whether we want to do our, uh, do new stuff or come back to old things. One or the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. We had another building collapse on itself. What's up? Like, as we had another building collapse on itself. We learned things. Like, the previous we one. We learned that we do things uh, the same a few times. Uh, this is trick of the <laughs> trade. You learn what you know. You learn what you are familiar with, and then later you try to, like, not do that so often. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, did you have anything that wants to pop out of the rubble? <laughs> Uh, no, uh, no, I don't have a stinger for that. That My, my stinger was just me talking with my boss. <laughs> Again? This uh, time you played the boss, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is different, um, though, because Zenith doesn't get her powers from her boss. She has her powers already. <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of hard coming up with, um, what Zenith could do. Just because, like, I only came up with, like, punches and kicks. I didn't want to say this, but I feel like Zenith would be able to, like, come up with, like... Uh, would make some sort of, like, uh, something. I don't know. Like, I kind of, like... The reason that I use Zenith in this story is because, like, her power set was already kind of similar to what her daughter's was in the comic series that I kind of had an idea for. Where her daughter could make con- mm-hmm. uh, could make psychic constructs. But they would be limited to, like, weapons and stuff. Like... Uh, uh, I mean, the range is there. It's, like, close range or long range. But it just, it was, like, um, she kind of just focused on, like, uh, swords and guns. And it's, like, oh, it'd be kind of cool like that, but, like, melee. And it's, like, oh, shit, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, for actually writing this, it's, like, she punches the thing. She punches this. She punches that. She kicks this. She kicks that. And I'm, like, one thing I learned today, I think, is that I need to learn more adjectives. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, 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 uh, yeah, I guess that's something we can both work on. Uh, I in this whole fight, I had plans. I had a plans to use a lot more of the car aspect of the hero, mm-hmm. but totally forgot about it. I, the only thing I turned him into a motorcycle, but I never got to throw wheels at you. I was playing. I wanted to throw wheels at you. Okay. So I can make wheels. If I may, I wanted to, I, I this is how I wanted the story to go because 
because I was trying to get you to do it, but because we're doing this on the fly and none of this is scripted, it's really hard to kind of like get you to give you that hint. I was trying to jump out the window and get the ship to ca- uh, to get the ship to go down after me. I wanted you to take the ship as I went down and then turn this into a street race, basically kind of thing. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do, but you weren't taking the bait. Oh, well, it's. I mean, I kind. I mean, because then again, I was assuming your carriage would be more bloodthirsty, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to do when you're when both characters don't care about each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of had the feeling that's what you wanted, because I kind of wanted to jump out of the building as well, but then when I heard you say that you got on your ship and flew back up, I was like, oh, okay, I don't have to jump down then. <laughs> um, honestly, I was like, oh, geez, uh, being up here would give me more of an advantage. I was very wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, when you have guns, you have an advantage. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> um, this, this is where you could have kept your plant breath and had plants be your shield. <laughs> yes, plants, the meatiest of all organic material. <laughs> well, you have trees. Trees are plants. You can get, like... A big oaken shield. Yeah. An oak shield. Yeah, like, uh, what's his face from Lord of the Rings, the oak shield guy? Oh, I don't remember this. It's okay. And I feel bad. Because I know this and you don't? I declare myself a big fan of Lord of the Rings. I think he's a Hobbit character. Um, if it's in The Hobbit, then that's different because I didn't watch it. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. This is the same universe. Uh, oh, fantasy. That's a cool <laughs> thing. Um, did you want to talk about Curse Quest next week? Just a little bit about how it happened and stuff? A little, little behind-the-scenes stuff? I think that would be kind of cool. Uh, no. I'm good. Okay, that's cool. I mean, either. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Give a little bit of backstory to how it all started. Yeah, that would be kind of neato. Uh, one last thing. Um, earlier this week, we had a little conversation about, uh, Star Wars. And we, we kind of talked about movies and stuff. And, uh, David, I believe you asked me if I liked the Death Note movie? Uh, yes. And then I said, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was a pretty good movie. And then, I I don't remember the words you said to me, but you said something along the lines of, John, do you just have bad taste in movies, or do you like to say that you like shitty movies, just so that you can have people hate you, or something along those lines. Um, well, if I remember this correctly, I asked you, have you seen the Death that movie? Mm-hmm. And I said, I have, I didn't like it. Then you made a face, <laughs> and I told you, wait, John. Do you like the Death Note movie? And then there was a big pause. Because I... And... Because... The big pause led me to know what your answer was going to be. But it kind of felt like you were trying to figure out a way to say yes. Without making it seem like you did enjoy the movie a lot. And then that's when I asked you. Hey, John. Do you really have bad taste in movies? Or do you just tend to like bad movies just to like them because you know everyone else hates them. Which I think it's that one. So I told somebody that. And then they're like... Uh, then I was like... and uh, like I, I basically called you out for this in this other conversation with somebody else. And I'm like, and like... He has the gall to call me a contrarian. And he's like, wait, <laughs> what did you say back to him? 
I said, yeah, I mean, what, what, I can't like what I like? And he's like, dude, that's a pretty fucking contrarian answer. (laughs) 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 And so, apparently, I'm a contrarian because I like bad things. Um, so, so people accuse me of disingenuously liking bad things. And to that I say, Ghostbusters 2016 wasn't a bad movie. It was pretty fun. And I like to say Fantastic Four 2016 wasn't that bad. Did it come out 2016? Yeah, I, I, I don't give a shit. It's um, Fantastic Four. Probably did. See, why is it that you like everything I typically tend to hate, but yet you feel so much hate towards the Fantastic Four movie? Okay. I don't believe that you like Fantastic Four. So there you go. There, You can have your thing where you don't believe... <laughs> That I liked the Death Note movie? It wasn't... Here's the thing. It wasn't no, great. I do believe you like it. Okay. I believe that you do like it. My, my The thing that, like, you know, I have problem with is understanding why you like it. Because it's so camp... Okay, uh, it's, it feels like a parody of Death Note, which is why I like it. Uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. This doesn't belong in the podcast. <laughs> We've already gone on for almost two hours. <laughs> Um, I don't think, I, I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think we're going to get into a lot of copyright issues if you play, like, a really quick clip of, like, the Death Note movie, just that scream when he sees Ryuk for the first time. So people understand why I love this movie so much. Uh, <laughs> um, you don't have to do that. Please uh, don't no. do that. Don't do that. No, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll read up on it. I, I think I can play like a small little clip. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, of course, I'm gonna edit all of those out. But I'm gonna go ahead and do that. <laughs> when you say, "Oh, David, I hope you can play one of those clips to show why we like Death Note," and it's gonna show. I'll just put a random girl screaming on there because he basically was a girl. Little, he was a little girl screaming in there. <laughs> All so, right. uh, well then, if uh, that's the plan, we're gonna see you guys in two weeks. Uh, we are going to talk about Curse Quest. Um, I don't know if I want to leave uh, some Q and A's up online anywhere. Maybe somebody will ask a question, and we might give some A's. I'll I'll, I'll bring up the Q's, and you you give me the A's. Well, you're also gonna give answers. Because you're one of the answerers. So then who's going to be asking the cues? People. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not going to have random people show up here. But, David, the cues. they're not going to be on the show with us. We're going to ask questions beforehand. Oh, okay. Good. I didn't want to take the spotlight off of me. Phew. <laughs> Phew. All right. See you guys. Oh, wait. That was it? Uh, I, I'm still here. All I heard I'm was saying bye. bye. Say bye. Be, oh. be professional and say goodbye. Um, I'll see you when I see you. Okay. Uh, I'll feed her- Which actually will be never, because <laughs> this is a podcast audio form, so I won't see y'all ever. Y'all hear me. Do you have to be- such- You got the little pun? Did, did you- Did you get the pun, oh. John? The pun. David, I don't think you're allowed to tell puns. You're not good at them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Leave those to me. I'm done. Bye! I'm done. <laughs>
Alright, that one was one doozy of an episode. Uh, thank you guys for sticking around until the end. Um, so, if it wasn't very clear, next week we are going to be talking a little bit behind the scenes with uh, Cursed Quest. Uh, if some of you guys don't already know, is our fantasy webcomic that we do. And also, hopefully, going to be up in print pretty soon. Uh, we'll let you guys know more about that, hopefully. Uh, and we'll see you in the next one.